You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, how's it going today? It's going really well. Beautiful day here in Pittsburgh. Can't complain. Feels like summer, so let's go. Yeah, going going well here also. Same thing. Ready ready for summer, ready for summer break. Our listeners know. I think I think they know that I'm a teacher, so mm-hmm. we're we're counting down oh, uh, just uh just a couple school weeks left for me. I know you guys up in the uh in the northeast still probably have a, a month or more to go, but uh we've got I think we have 11 school days left and then uh even more dynasty and fantasy content coming your all's way. As, as I've been I'm sorry to interrupt. I just, uh, just going to say my schedule will open up a little bit. Uh, the I've been meaning to ask you this for like 10 years now. Do you look forward to the end of school more as a teacher or as a student? Um, it, it, It's got to be a toss up. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it's, it, it's equal at, at the very least, if not more. I mean, teachers... Teachers certainly look forward to uh, some time yeah. off, some more family time, some more dynasty football time. <laughs> in my case, uh, so yeah, yeah, we definitely look forward to to summer break as much as the kiddos do. Matt, on today's episode, we are talking about our consensus rookie rankings. I know yesterday uh, Marcus and Kate focused on the quarterback position. Today, you and I will hit the running backs, and uh, the four of us got together. We compared notes. We compared rankings. We came up with uh, an an average, and we're going to talk about those 15 running backs today. We'll talk about some that you and I are higher or lower on than mm-hmm. than Kate and Marcus, or, or just higher or lower than the consensus, and we've got to stop, start at the top here, of course, and there was consensus with all four of us ranking Jets running back Brees Hall as the RB1. No surprise there, uh, really. He's he's a top six running back in our Dynasty startup ADP, so he's already being valued. Uh, I believe he's 13 overall, Matt. So he's he's already being valued as an early second-round startup pick. For reference, that's, that's about where Saquon Barkley was at this time in his rookie season. That's about where Najee Harris was this time. Uh, in his rookie season just a year ago. Is is the hype going too far with Brees Hall? A little. I mean, are the Jets going to be putting teams away in the fourth quarter and handing it to the back time and time again? Or is Carter going to be the fourth quarter guy? Um, might be putting the cart before the horse a little. I'm not saying by leaps and bounds. He was my obvious one, of course. Just when you said... Najee and especially Saquon I thought boy I don't know as a football player he's in that stratosphere especially Saquon yeah I I get that I think when you're looking for a running back in in that range and again in this type of situation we did the same thing especially with uh with Saquon Barkley when when that running back is, is so far and away uh, ahead of everybody else and as good as Kenneth Walker could be 
Uh, I, I, I think Brees Hall is, has, has a sizable gap. You know, he, he's mm-hmm. tier one uh, almost by himself, according to most people, including me. So I, I think when I you've agree. got that, when you've got that big gap, you start looking, uh, kind of broadening the scope. And instead of let, instead of comparing Brees Hall to these other rookies, let's look big picture. So when you're talking about running backs in our startup ADP, Jonathan Taylor, Najee Harris are both ahead of him. Christian McCaffrey, DeAndre Swift, and Javante Williams are all being drafted ahead of him. So Brees Hall, 13 overall, the RB6. And that does that's, that seems a little early on the surface, but when you look at the running backs behind him, Austin Eckler, Saquon Barkley, those two yeah. guys are, are mid to late second rounders, Joe Mixon, Alvin Kamara, Nick Chubb, Dalvin Cook. So you've All got noticeably some, older. Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, you've you've right. got some players who uh, have some years under their belt. Uh, and, and we know how dynasty managers feel about uh, running backs once they hit 26 or, or certainly 27 years old. Many of those are already that age uh, or, or you've got some injury concerns with uh, with Kamara, with Cook, uh, and with Barkley as well, even though he's only 25 years old. So when you look at it in, in the context of the other running backs he's being drafted around, I I kind of feel pretty good about him as the RB6. Yeah, I mean, you made a very strong point, and it's just so obvious what depreciating assets this position are. You know, I mean, a lot of concerns and questions about all those guys you mentioned after Hall. And you're right. I mean, I thought you spelled that out really well. When someone's in a tier of their own as a tier one player, there's no one else left to compare them to except for the incumbents, you know. And and then you start really weighing it and you go, wow, I think I would trade Saquon straight up for Hall. And and probably in a heartbeat, the more I think about it. So I do think because of all that, I I think Hall is is in the right spot as RB6. And you could maybe even argue that he belongs a little bit higher or, or could make a case that he should be higher where I have a problem with him at 13 overall is some of these wide receivers that he's ahead of T Higgins, DK Metcalf, Jalen Waddle, the veterans, Tyreek Hill and Devonte Adams and Stefan Diggs. That's kind of where my concern is. And um, he's a lot riskier on, than those guys, right? You hit on it that Within within a year or two, we're ready to move on from these running backs. You know, let's let's trade Najee Harris for Brees Hall. Um, a year or two from now, maybe we'll be saying the same type of things. Uh, even though Hall will will certainly still be a young guy at that point. Uh, I I'm, I'm just building my team around wide receivers. That so maybe I'm a little biased when it comes to valuing these running backs. No, I hear what you're saying. I mean. In 2025, will we be able to flip Hall for Waddle? Doubtful. Yeah, very doubtful. Right. Let's continue the conversation. Uh, As I said, all four of us had Brees Hall as the RB1. We also all agreed on the RB2. Kenneth Walker, no surprise there either. He was the second running back drafted in the NFL draft. Lands with the Seattle Seahawks. What do you make about the Walker versus Rashad Penny situation there in Seattle? And as bad as we think Seattle is probably going to be, do we really either want, do we want either one of these running backs? 
Very subject to change, but Walker's my number two rookie overall in, in standard leagues, ahead of all the receivers. I think he's just a really good football player, and I don't think his situation's particularly terrible. I mean, I don't know that he's going to close out many games in the fourth quarter either with Drew Locke as a quarterback, but they did draft two tackles. I know they're both more pass protectors than they are maulers, but I don't know if Chris Carson's ever going to play another down of NFL football. Mm. Rashad Penny's right there with a James Conner, his most injured running backs of this you know decade, and he's only on a one-year deal. So I think Walker's tape is really impressive, and I think he brings a little more to the table as a receiver than he showed at Michigan State. Yeah, the clips are already out of, of Kenneth Walker catching some passes. That's all that was needed for uh, for the Dynasty community, for uh, bet, Dynasty uh, Twitter to, re- to really go crazy and, and push him up there. Um, I, I like Walker. I, I, I am concerned about Rashad Penny. I mean, he looked like one of the, honestly, one of the best running backs in the game the last uh, month or, or six weeks of the season last year. Um, and I, I can't say I'm, I'm not worried about that offense. I mean, yeah, Brees Hall's not on a great team either, but... Uh, these two teams are, are going in different directions, it feels like. I would not have Walker as the 1.02, although he is my RB2. I'd, I'd have him more down in the middle of the first round range. Uh, six, seven, or eight would be his spot for me. I want I want right. most of those first round wide receivers above Walker. I don't love those first round receivers, but I also think Walker's clearly in a tier by himself amongst the rookie running backs. Yeah, if he's not, if you don't think Walker's in a tier with Brees Hall, uh, then then he's probably he's probably in a tier by himself Agreed. as Hall at, at RB one, Walker at RB two, and then everybody else. Uh, we've gotten through the two easy ones. We'll cover that next tier, and it's it's a crowded group right after this. Hey everyone, let me tell you about BetOnline.net. They're your number one source for all your betting, stats, and sports info without question. Find all the latest sports development, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs, the start of Major League Baseball season, all that good stuff. Uh, BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, from live betting to playoffs, esports, and much more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. The only place I use, that's for sure. Thanks so much. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms. The RB3 in the Locked On Dynasty consensus rookie rankings is James Cook. Uh, and he was he was almost consensus uh, in, in our rankings. We've got uh, three of us listing him as the RB3. And uh, it, only Kate disagreed, but she's got him at RB4, just one spot lower. So James Cook, second round draft capital. That was a little surprising. We like the landing spot. We were looking for that Buffalo Bills running back pretty sure that they would add one and especially after they were chasing jd mckissick earlier in the offseason it's no surprise they opted for uh, the the player who might be the best pass catching back in the class in james cook i love the situation the draft capital boost boost him up a little bit 
James Cook has been going in that late part of the first round and in, in many rookie drafts. Does that feel right to you, Matt? Yeah. Um, you mentioned the McKissick flirtation. Almost had him signed. I was listening to a Fantasy Points podcast just today, and Adam Kaplan was talking about how the Bills were putting in pretty strong offers for Christian McCaffrey. So they've been looking mm. for this type of guy any way, shape, or form they can get it. They clearly must have a plan in place. So my concern is nothing with the player. I think James Cook's a tremendous player, and Bills fans should be super excited about him. Makes Buffalo a much better team, in my opinion. I just don't know that he profiles to get in the end zone very often. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I mean, I think the concerns we should have for James Cook are, are maybe the the same ones that we've had for Singletary and, and, and really everybody else on the Bills is that Josh Allen is going to hog those uh, those red zone touches, those goal line yeah, touches. Yeah. That's, that's what makes him, a, a the, the quarterback one in dynasty, according to, to the ADP over at DLF. Um, so that's, that's certainly a fair concern. I, I think, I don't think cook belongs in his own tier. I don't know. I, I think either. he's, I think he's much closer to the next few names we'll talk about than he is to, to Kenneth Walker. Um, I mean, worst case scenario, and I'm not predicting this. I worry he could be Naheem Hines. I think he, I don't think he's going to be Kamara. He'll be somewhere in between there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Uh, after Cook here at three, we're we're kind of all over the board. We don't find a ton of agreement. But the next guy that came up uh, based on our averages is Damian Pierce, the new running back of the Houston Texans. Um, Matt, Why do you hate Damian Pierce so much, Ryan? I, I do. I am the lowest on Pierce. I've got him <laughs> at six. Uh, the other three of you rank him at, at three, four, and four. He is Kate's RB3, which is certainly notable. I mean, we, we've got to love the opportunity for Pierce, right? That's, that's, that's obviously yeah, yeah. what is boosting him up, that he's going to get uh, – he's at least going to be in the competition for a starting job. He's competing with – Rex Burkhead and Marlon Mack and and those two are I think they've shown over their career they're they're nothing special I'm not sure Damian Pierce is anything special either um I, I like him okay uh and I I really like his situation um yeah, yeah. that's that's what's keeping him even at, at this RB6 rank for me um I just think I like a couple of the other guys better and and I'm not sure he he's going to win that job right I mean we we saw his usage in Florida, and I, I think a lot of that can be blamed on the coaching staff and just kind of their their offensive system. But he was still sharing a backfield with guys like Malik Davis, and um, um, I'm, I'm blanking on the name. The the one of the uh, Lamichael Lamichael P Ryan. That's who it was. I oh, believe. okay, okay. Yeah, so he he's sharing the backfield with guys like that, and uh, I mean they. They certainly haven't shown anything. P. Ryan hasn't shown anything in the league. Malik Davis went uh, went undrafted, so those are not big talents. It wasn't and, Adrian Peterson and Jim Brown. <laughs> right. I, I would right. have liked to have seen Pierce really dominate the workload there, and, and that didn't happen. So is he going to come in and easily overtake veterans like Marlon Mack or, and Rex Burkhead? I'm not assuming he will. I understand that, and it's a good point. You know, 
we all think we know better than the Florida coaching staff. They're idiots. They never played this guy. Well, they know way more about him than we ever will, of course. I mean, anyone that's been near coaches should understand that, especially a big program like that. Um, he was in a very generic non-fantasy non rankings that I was doing for Steelers.com. He was my number three running back in this class. So I was very high on him. And then I think his landing spot's great. So I, I could see a David Montgomery-like career. Yeah, I do think he's pretty well-rounded back. I, I just want to see what he can do with with a bigger workload because he mm -hmm. hasn't had that yet in his career, or, or at least through college. So, um, yeah, I'm, I don't feel like I'm super low on Pierce, although I am the lowest of, of the of our group of four. Rashad White is the next guy on the list, and this is a player a lot of us liked. Uh, as we talked about on here, we were worried about that draft capital. That did not end up being an issue. He gets uh, gets day two draft capital, gets a nice landing spot with the Buccaneers. And for most of us, he is our RB5. We'll have to ask Marcus about him next time we chat with him. Because yeah, yeah. He, he's the one that disagrees with that RB5 rank. He's got him down at uh, the eighth position overall. I, I, I love the quote we saw from Rashad White. Uh, that essentially he's coming in to start. Uh, he's not not interested in a backup role, or he's not going to settle that he's there to compete. Uh, I don't know that he's starting over Leonard Fournette anytime soon, but that um, that mindset is there, which is a good one to have, I think. And uh, I do think I think he could hurt Fournette's uh, upside in PPR leagues because uh, I, I think White could see a role although he's not going to start he could see a role as as that pass catcher really from day one yeah and i don't know that fournette's career is going to extend much past this year with the bucks or being fantasy relevant and and i'm fine with fournette and brady sure sure is as well and who knows how long brady's gonna be there but i always thought fournette's pass catching was more by necessity than by demanding it because of his talent. I mean, he's still just a dump-off guy. He's not a route runner. I mean, it, most systems, I don't be think he'd be catching this many passes. I think they want a better overall receiver. Yeah, and they, they definitely got that mm -hmm. in Rashad White. Uh, the next two guys actually tied when it comes to the average Brian Robinson. We're all over the board on him. And Isaiah Spiller... Uh, ranks anywhere between five and eight. I was the highest on Robinson. He's my RB four in this class, so I've got him ahead of ahead of White, ahead of Pierce, and uh, ahead of Spiller and everyone else. I, I just love I love the opportunity here, right? And and I think where there's smoke, there's fire. Washington worked hard to keep J.D. McKissick. We already talked about him. Who knew he would be such a uh, pivotal part of this uh, offseason running back carousel but but there you go so they they're aggressively they're aggressive in keeping McKissick they're aggressive in scouting running backs they welcomed more running backs in for top 30 visits than any other team in the league and then they spend uh the the late day two pick on Brian Robinson to get him in the fold and we're already hearing the comparisons to you know Jonathan Stewart and D'Angelo Williams that hmm. that they yeah. had in Carolina that 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 was uh, uh, Coach Ron Rivera himself talking about that 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 these guys are one A and one B and you know the more I think about it uh, there shouldn't be much of a value gap between Antonio Gibson and Brian Robinson at this point and there there obviously wow. still is even though Gibson. 
uh, has his value has taken a hit. Um, I'm just I think these guys should be worth about the same somewhere in that uh, RB twenty to thirty range in dynasty. No, meanwhile, you should be asking me, hey, Williamson, why do you hate Robinson? Because I have him 10 here. And frankly, I'm really reconsidering that. Not just because of what you said, but even when I saw this initially, I'm like, I really had him 10? And that seems a little rough because I do like his game. Um, And as you're sitting there talking about that, the one thing I just wanted to throw in there is not only is Gibson's stock took a hit, but before you know it, he wasn't a first-round pick. His contract's almost up. Mm-hmm. Can, do you see them reinvesting in Gibson if it keeps going the way it does? Probably not. You know, that, that might get a lot clearer pretty quick. Well, yeah, I mean, they're, they're clearly concerned about the injuries. He's been hurt uh, each of his um, each of his seasons in the league. And um, for whatever reason, I, I don't get it. You know, I don't I don't think very many people really understand it, but they haven't used him as a receiver, even though he was no. uh, he, he was literally a wide receiver in college they're not using him that way doesn't make sense but we've we've got to kind of accept reality here with what they're what they're doing on the field one more guy who was close uh uh, close to spiller and robinson zamir white uh comes in just behind uh, isaiah spiller and he is our rb8 uh I like the opportunity for White in, in Las Vegas. Of course, uh, that same draft weekend, uh, the Raiders declined the fifth-year option on Josh Jacobs, so he uh, will be uh, he'll be a free agent following this season if nothing mm-hmm. changes. And that looks great. My concern is, and I don't know if it will come to fruition or not, is are the Raiders running backs going to turn into the Patriots running backs where it's just, you don't want any of them. You know what I mean? Josh McCann was the head coach there. That's, that's my only concern. Everything else looks rosy. Yep. That is a, that's a fair concern for sure. You are along with Marcus, the highest of the four of us on Zamir white. You've got to measure RB six. And I'm just one spot behind at seven. Overall, he comes in as our RB eight Kate weighing him down a little bit. Uh, that is our top eight running backs. Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker, James Cook, Damian Pierce, Rashad White, Brian Robinson, Isaiah Spiller, and Zamir White. We will cover the rest of our top 15 right after this. All right, let me take a chance here. You know, a little time out of our, to talk about rockauto.com. Um, they've been a really good good friend of the Locked On Network now for a long time, and they do amazing work. And with all the increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible to stock all the parts you need for your car, truck, whatever, at a traditional chain storefront. It just makes no sense. So a lot of you do a lot of work on your cars, and it makes a lot of sense financially or as a hobby or whatever. you got to check out rockauto.com because their prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. They, rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear, like airlines do, for example. Um, rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. So go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything you're looking for. Their catalog's extremely easy to navigate. Uh, see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specs, prices you prefer. Uh, I mentioned that the prices are always reliably low and same for, for, for professionals as they are for you guys. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? So here's what you do. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. 
right? Locked on in their how do you, how did you hear about us box? They know that we sent you. That's locked on two words. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. Now make Locked On NFL your second listen. The schedule may be dark, but the NFL never stops, and neither does Locked On NFL. Get insights and opinions from hosts including Ross Jackson, Chris Carter, and Tony Wiggins, plus local Locked On NFL hosts repping all 32 squads. There's no off-season for real fans, so make sure you're subscribed to Locked On NFL on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Matt, let's buzz through the rest of this list. Again, we're eight deep. We're talking about our top 15 running backs. This is consensus running back rankings, rookie running back rankings from the four hosts here at Locked On Dynasty. Next on the list, Tyler Algier. He's gotten a little bit of a boost, I would say, even since the draft, thanks to the Falcons' release of Mike Davis. I like Algier okay, and I like the opportunity I'm glad to see he hasn't been uh, vaulted up the rankings too much. He's still hanging around that late second round range in rookie drafts, which I think is where he belongs. I don't have much to say about him as a player. He really is a is what he is, meat and potatoes yep. type yep. back, which is great, and it's also not great in terms of stealing. Uh, I just don't know the Cordero Patterson is a true workhorse for 17 games. Sure. No, I, I think we can say he's definitely not. Yeah, uh, yeah. So we may see a committee there, which honestly would be... Th- You'll take it. Th- yeah, that's almost best case for Algier at this point. Mm-hmm. Hassan Haskins is the RB10 on our list. If Henry gets hurt again. Right. He's Henry that's Inchance. Right, he's, right. he's set to back up Derrick Henry. I don't think we'll see him too much barring an, uh, an injury to Henry, which is mm-hmm. certainly not something we hope for. But if I've got Derrick Henry on my team, I definitely want Hassan Haskins uh, yeah. there on that squad as well. Uh, Ty Davis Price, the 49ers, just using day two pick after day two pick on <laughs> yeah. a on running backs. Uh, I, I guess it kind of makes sense because they did uh, they did lose Raheem Mostert, who was a big part of their backfield, uh, at least when he was healthy and, and uh, available. But they still they they've got Elijah Mitchell, who they found in the in day three last year, and w- was honestly a, a great surprise. They've got Trey Sermon, uh, who did not have a good a good rookie season but you, you would think they're not quite ready to throw away uh, the towel on him and then they've got Jeff Wilson and and uh Jermichael Hasty a couple couple other depth guys so i i was surprised that they drafted a running back in general and i was certainly surprised they drafted one with a day 2 pick i i was really liking this player as a fifth round running back in yeah. the NFL draft not a third um, on Mondays, Peacock and Williamson, and Peacock is the host of Locked On Niners. We blocked, we we broke down the NFC West draft classes, and Brian had a really good point about his team, saying Shanahan keeps drafting these big physical guards and running backs: Sermon, Davis, Price, Banks, the guard out of Notre Dame last year in the second round, and then doesn't use them and goes back to his bread and butter Mostert <laughs> yeah. Mitchell speed guys, you know, that has worked for a million years. Like it seems like he's out thinking himself. Let me just ask you this. Does this draft pick and specifically the draft capital they used on Davis price, 
does it worry you all when it comes to Elijah Mitchell? I was never on. I, he was always a sell for me. Okay. Mostly because I think he's Mostert, and I just don't think those guys last at all. They just run really fast in a straight line and run into things a lot, you know? Next guy on our list. Actually, let's run through a few. The next two were tied. Pierre Strong lands in New England. Certainly in a, a crowded backfield there. Oh. Kyron Williams goes to the Rams. Uh, Tyler Beatty with the Ravens. Keontae Ingram, Arizona. Let, let's look at those four as a group. Strong, Williams, Beatty, Ingram. Which one of those would be, would you be investing, let's say, a third-round rookie pick into? Ingram, by far. I mean, I, I think he's not much different than Haskins in terms of one injury away from an aging back that runs really hard, that has a recent injury history, you know? It's all situation. Totally agree. Uh, Ingram okay. would be would be my pick as well, and, and exactly what we said about Haskins. Uh, although, unfortunately, James Conner is... Uh, has even a, a longer injury history than than Derrick Henry does, uh, despite the the recent injury for Henry last season. Um, yeah, just just exactly what I said. If I've got Connor, yes, I want Ingram. Even if I don't want Connor, I still probably want Ingram. And I love that he's being drafted in the fourth round of rookie drafts. I do also like Tyler Beatty. I think they're going to use him uh, immediately. I think he's different than anything the, the Ravens have on their roster. Uh, with with Dobbins and, and Gus Edwards there. So I, I think Beatty will have a role in Baltimore. Let's finish up the list. Last three guys, Jerome Ford, Ty Chandler, and Snoop Connor. I've got to say, Matt, I'm, I'm not especially excited about any of these guys. You were a little bit higher on uh, on Ty Chandler than the rest of us. Any thoughts there? I'm just thinking that they won't give Madison a big contract after his first go-round, and okay. he'll be the new Madison um, Ford's another one I really liked before the draft, hoping that they move on from Kareem Hunt. Like, could they trade Kareem Hunt? I could see that. I thought that was a really curious pick. Yeah. They just raised an antenna that maybe they're going to trade Hunt for somebody because he's making money. I kind of thought they might trade or even cut him prior to the draft. They they draft Jerome yeah, yeah. Ford. They also bring back Dearness Johnson, who was, who was pretty impressive last year. Uh, so they gave him like three million to keep the, the restricted free agent Johnson. Right. I'm talking about that's a lot of money for your backfield. Yeah, I would not be surprised if Hunt uh, was somehow with a new team next year. So we actually gave you our top. I'm eight. even talking before this year. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, 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 this right, this right. off season, yes. Yeah, I agree. agreed. Okay. We we gave you a few extra. We actually gave you our top eighteen running backs. Every single running back that the four of us ranked. Uh, let's run through the last uh, the last eight or ten of those. We had Zamir White as our running back eight, Tyler Algier, Hassan Haskins at ten, Ty Davis Price, Pierre Strong, Kyron Williams, Tyler Beatty, Keontae Ingram. Uh, Matt and I like both of those guys, and then uh, outside of our top fifteen, Jerome Ford, Ty Chandler, and Snoop Connor. That is our running back list. We'll do this again tomorrow, talking about... Right, one small little note. I wanted to mention about Kyron Williams. Yeah. Daryl Henderson's a free agent after the year, and I know Williams tested very, very poorly, but coaches don't give a crap about that now that he's a Ram. They're just going to start to like this guy. They're not going to be like, boy, but he ran a slow 40. I mean, they did practice every day. That's not going to cross their mind. Yeah, good call. I think you're totally right. Once they're on the roster, we're not worried about that too much. Uh, 
Kate, a big fan of Kyron Williams. She mm-hmm. has him as her RB nine. The rest of us a little lower on him, but uh, yeah, Daryl Henderson. I would say his his job could be in trouble if not uh, this off season, then certainly next. Mm-hmm. That is it for today's show. Please make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL. And I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.